You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Alright, what's growing on? What's growing on Wednesday? What's growing on, Scotty? Ready for a show? Ready to tear it up? Shit, yeah, man. You're gonna have to shut me up today. Like usual, I should say. But, uh, yeah, man. Shitload <laughs> growing on, man. It's the yeah, epicenter and it be quaking out here, man. It be rocking. We got a little bit of uh, what's growing on in the cannabis and growing community. What's going on in our grows. What we're smoking. And all kinds of great grow-your-own information, grow-talk, man. But uh, let's get into it a little bit, man, with uh, basically what's been growing on, man. I mean, you got a lot lot going on here in our uh, official show format, so <laughs> dig into it a little bit. Uh, me, all right, man. Well, first off, Canacon. Ran in a couple guys at Way to Grow and uh, Jaron over at Rambridge, and he told me that Canacon is something we got to go check out. And there's so many of these conventions, man. I kind of... I got to kind of guilty about it. I stopped paying attention a little bit after Cannabis Cup. I just took a break. But uh, well, it says it's the world's largest industry show. So I don't know, world's the nation's largest cannabis business marketplace. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. It looks like a you know I saw like the staffing companies were there, like Leafly was there, like the you know kind of like big brands. I'll say. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure if it's really up up the home growers alley or not. So I don't know, but it might be interesting yeah. to go. Shit, it's in Denver, dude. Come on. We might as well go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of these going on, and I think, it's, yeah, it should be worth it for uh, for anybody to go. It looks like they got some seminars going on, um, a bud tender seminar. All right, see? Man, we could go do a bud tending seminar. <laughs> yeah, kind of interesting. I mean... It is interesting. I mean, I guess they're just, it's going to be about teaching people. I mean, which this is, this is a necessary thing. I do find some of the bud tenders to be a little bit pretentious, uh, just not very knowledgeable. So, not all of them, not all of them by any means. Some are top, you know, like full on cannabis connoisseurs. It depends but. where you go, man. You know, I'm going to give another shout out to these guys over at Flower Power Dispensary. It's a rec dispensary in Fort Collins. If y'all are ever in Fort Collins and I have no affiliation with these guys. I've been there twice. And it just seems like it's run by real growers. Seems like the guys that, you know, when you ask the questions about, hey, how is this grown? They'll think about who they knew that grew it or, or where it came from. And they'll tell you all the details of it. These guys are into it. So, you know, there's a lot of places like that around. And I think it also has to do with maybe getting off the beaten path. When you go to that super commercial dispensary right on, you know, whatever, you know, and I shouldn't say Broadway because there's a lot of shady ones on Broadway over here. But when you go to that super fancy one with the eight locations and the fancy waiting room and the, the huge big screen TVs that have menus on them, I mean, you should expect that those guys care a lot more about their, uh, their, their fancy business maybe than the product. And maybe I'm full of shit there. You know, maybe that's a, uh, a generalization. 
but I've noticed the guys in the primetime locations care a little bit about their location and, and the, the cannabis is a bit secondary. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we're going to try and hang. We'll see if we can get up there Friday and uh, get some audio. We do have a nice uh, a nice newer fancy mic um, throughout in the field because, we, like I said, we're trying to come at you from the cup and uh, the cannabis cup and then using the phone for the mic and stuff. Like, <laughs> come on, we're beyond we're beyond this, man. We've, we're over 100 shows here. we got to get the right equipment. So that'd be good. We'll go check it out, man. Canacon. What kind of canna 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 business expo do you have in your town? Yeah, Take right. It. That's what I'm saying, man. We might as well. Who knows how long this shit's gonna last? So we might as well enjoy it before Canacon is as boring as uh, Insurance Con. Did you say Insurance Con? Yeah, you know what I mean, man. You know, before the, you know, how many years do we have till this becomes? I shouldn't say, man. It'll never become boring because you always have these great strains being introduced, and you always be able to get high. But, you know, I mean, I've seen other industries, you know, I'll go to the nursery and landscape shows and I mean, they're interesting, but dude, they have commoditized that shit, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. What else? Uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go to a Canacon and go to a lecture about how to properly brand my, uh, my dispensary. You know, that's kind of boring to me. That's the same shit as going to, uh, you know, the, uh, uh franchise for, uh, for, for McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? For, for one of their conventions or something. So we, I don't know. I just see a lot of this shit. Is I don't want to go see how to, how to market my next strain, you know? Yeah. Just, there's a- well, who's it going to be? Who, who's it going to be the next strain? I mean, we have, uh, we're talking about, you know, Marley's got the stuff yeah, out like there. Yeah, like that shit then- makes me sick, man. It really does. And if, if that's what these conventions are about, then it's kind of not for me. I'm up for the ones that are for the home grower. Hold on, I know, I know. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna keep it live here. I know the listeners can't hear it, but every once in a while, Scotty, it sounds like you're talking through about an ounce of herb, about an ounce, I'd say, right up to your mouth, basically. So you're gonna have to adjust your technical difficulties. Huh. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, no. This as far as herb away it, from the mic, man. There we go. Willie Nelson was the other guy, right? Willie Nelson's got the uh, what was it called? We talked about it on the show. Yeah, um whatever. <laughs> I can all Well who's next? We gotta do a dude grows one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it just weirds me out, man. A little bit, a little bit. It can be done right though. It can be done. You know, there's different uh I don't know, I'm trying to think of other other brands of things that people have represented that I that, that I dig on, you know. It's but it seems like the, I don't know. I don't I don't mean to be negative. I'm gonna go check it out and it's interesting for now. But you know, I just saw something that was really gross. It was one of these conventions. It was on Vice. You can probably find it on Vice. And it was all about the, uh, you know, these guys were introducing their different can of colas. And they were like, this is buzz for the morning. And then this is, you know, wh- whatever, chill for the evening time. And I was just nice. like, I'm going to throw up, dude. <laughs> and, I was, and the guys that were pitching it definitely didn't smoke weed, man. So I don't know, but whatever, man. I'm too too much into it, man. That's not really what's I don't going know. Can on. We, can we... We can use the, uh, I mean, can we not use the analogies? Everybody likes to compare this industry to alcohol to an extent. So could I say like, well, you know what? I know when I get beers from Odell's Brewing Company, it's usually a pretty good beer. I don't like their whole line, but they're branding alcohol. They're branding beer. Definitely. So is that what you're saying? I mean, that's kind of what I'm yeah, seeing happen. Exactly. And I'm seeing the guys that got fired for from Coors for saying Coors beer, it's cold filtered for, and slow pouring <laughs> for easy drinking. You know, and that's those words slow pouring, easy drinking, and cold filtered. I don't know what the fuck any of that shit means. And 
I see, you know, I see that kind of marketing coming to cannabis and that's all, man. Those same type of people that that's, that's an industry, that marketing industry. And I just see it coming and it freaks me out, man. Oh, I was just hitting some of my smooth hitting white ash burning quality kind, bud. Man, all right. You know, man, I seen something. What's going on is I seen a post by Yair from Gavita saying 880 Gavitas going into this warehouse. And instead of being like, yay, that's so cool. I was like, Fuck, man, that's the best way we've got right now to grow a plant, you know, is inside a fucking warehouse, man, using power, you know, burning coal to, to you know, yeah. to get power to burn lights. Um, man, it just seems so fucking wasteful, man. It does. I mean, all these guys are coming out. I talked to my buddy in Cali about greenhouse growing, and he said to me, he goes, Scott, man, in five years when all this shit, you know, the dust has settled on all the legalization, it's going to be grown where people grow crops, it ain't going to be grown indoors in warehouses that have to be climate controlled and, and lit up. It's going to be grown where people grow crops in light depth greenhouses, you know, places like California. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I kind of agree with you. Oregon, places like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the way, that's a huge investment. It's like you said, you're basically making like, a, you know, imagine telling a farmer to take his, uh, I don't know how much area 880 Gavitas are covering, but being like, man, instead of growing that soy out there, you should probably put it in a warehouse and hang up a bunch of lights to do it. Yeah, like, you know. Totally different crop, different values, but it is it's it is really like Mother Nature's just hanging out, shaking her head. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, man. I mean, I heard somebody once say, man, you know, my goal in life is is to leave this earth in a better place, you know, in a better position than when I showed up. And I was like, damn, that's fucking noble. You know, that's really cool, man. And I just don't know that by buying thousands of, of, of lights every year and by, you know, spending just, just burning crazy amounts of fossil fuels to, to create this cannabis, man, if that's really leaving the, the earth in a better place, man, I don't know. Freaks me out to see yeah. all, this, all this happening in the name of cannabis. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll be changing and every, every year, you know, it's all about the value and it, as the value goes down. But we're still... I don't know if I'll say we're on the tip of the iceberg, man, but there's a lot of people out there, a lot of states to go recreational. I mean, what do we have? Four, three states that are rec? And the laws still need to change with some of the, the rec laws. And once everybody's, you know, how many more people are going to burn? What do you think? You know, is it on average, do you think people that haven't, there's, how many people don't burn strictly because they're worried about their kids, their job, lot, and the law? A lot. Most people, I would say, would occasionally relax with cannabis if it didn't co wasn't going to cost them their job. You know, if it wasn't good. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's a whole bunch of problems with you get pulled over. You got cannabis in your system. Even if you're not high, you got a legal problem on your hands, too. So there's a, there's a lot of cons against it right now. There's a lot of things keeping people yeah. that could probably benefit from it, from using it. But I, I really see cannabis, especially once once they start doing these, you know, extractions. Um, I see it becoming the next, you know, tobacco. You know, what do people use tobacco for? They get a little... You know, in the beginning, you get a little pop off it. You know, you get a little energy buzz or whatever. And then after a while, it's just something that's a soothing that people like to do. And kind of the same thing if you would develop a fairly low THC, high CBD cannabis. I could see people yep. smoking it all day long, man. You know? Yeah, I totally I totally agree with that. I mean, one thing I'll get into a, a, a little as far as what, what, what I got growing on. But, man, I'm feeling... <laughs> I don't want to get off subject. I'm fiending my in my head now when I say what's growing on to hear that song. So I mean, I gotta. <laughs> I was singing I that song earlier, man. That's so funny. Hit it, man. Play that song. Yeah, we gotta hit that song real quick. We haven't had a song in the show yet. So it's just a little what's growing on. We'll be right back with more what's growing on. <laughs> All right. 
I feel a little better now. I feel a little more groovy. You reminded me, talking about all the energy used in that, I was uh, talking to a gentleman, Ryan, over at uh, Monster Gardens. Uh, it's a, they got a store out in Cali, and they got a pretty sweet online uh, store as well. as a pretty good wealth of videos. Yeah, Jake hangs with those out. guys a lot, right? I always see Jake in the Monster yep. Gardens store. But um, he mentioned that the the guys out there that are having these just huge facilities, you know, monstrous, they're, they're creating, instead of getting power directly from the grid, they're creating their power on site for the grow from natural gas. So, but when you do that, he's like, man, the system's paying itself back like within a year and a half. It's like, we're not going to just tap into the grid. We're just going to create a little mini grid here for our grow. So, but yeah, thorium thorium nuclear engines, man. That's what we need, man. Just a little thorium reactor in there, man. Runs a thousand lights. Everybody's happy. (laughs) Well, as I say, man, just if you guys, it just reminds me, if you can get involved with your state's growing laws, try and make sure you can grow outdoors, and, and it should just be, it's okay to be outdoors as long as it's behind, you know, a locked gate or in an area that is concealed and good to go, because it's so much, I mean, what what do I need to do to get, get somebody growing outdoors? I need to give them a plant. That's what I'm saying. some man. soil. That's it. You know? what, where's their, forget the reflectors, the CO2 generators, the walls, the AC, the everything. Here's a plant. Yep. Have fun, grow a couple pounds of weed. I love it, man. <laughs> and we get everybody doing that, and we could really, you know, overgrow this whole situation, man. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll get into what I got growing what on got, a little man? bit, a little what bit. You got. Were we gonna do the? Uh, when are we doing the vape pen? Do we say we're doing it today or Friday? I think we're doing it today, man. I think we're supposed to give away those vape pens, man. I like mine still, man. I'm totally into it. Mine's passing the test. It's passing the test. It charges up quick. Um, and if you guys don't know what the hell we're talking about, we're getting into the vape pens, man. Got vape stepped up. Company's been in business the longest. So we went over and ran, met, met them at a trade show and said, hey, man, we want to hook up the DGC, hook up the crew. So coupon code DUDE over at Got Vape will get you 20% off any of their uh, anything they got going on. So definitely do that. Support yourselves and support us. But here's what's going on. We're going to give away a pen. I got a meme in from... Uh, Packing Ugg, man, and it, it was of his mammoth leaves. Um, you got to put it up. It'll be up if you guys are hearing this, but I put it up on the I site. Do it uh, it, it's literally like the mammoth leaf is three times bigger than the hand. And as far as insane, huge, like dinosaur, like something out of dress, I don't know, Jurassic Park, I'm thinking. <laughs> this is like a leaf from the dinosaur era. It's mammoth uh, genetics from the dinosaur era. That must be what's going on. But Pretty cool. I actually trimmed those up and worked over there once, and uh, I could not believe the amount of huge leaves. And Whoa. I'll talk a little bit more. You're saying a little like bit more about that strain came from like Jurassic Park and dinosaurs and yep, shit. Yeah, I'd rename it, man. I'd re- Well, no, I'd keep the mammoth in it. It'd be mammoth crossed with Jurassic Park, dude. Oh, um, I so what you're putting down. <laughs> uh, I, yo, yeah, I just went to the website to. to uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! I went to the website to uh, uh, publish that meme, and you know we got a, a content aggregator that just grabs all the cannabis content from around the uh, around the web and publishes it. Report: Jimi Hendrix edibles are coming soon. All right, I fucking rest oh, nice. my case, man. You know what I mean? Are you serious? Yeah, you, you know ser- what I mean? mean. So it's just like any they're just contacting these people, and maybe they get in touch with their business manager or their family or whatever, and they're just like. You know, hey man, can we license your your name? Come on for weed. How about it? I tell you, man, if there is one person that should be on edibles, it'd probably be Jimmy. You know, because he definitely, <laughs> definitely indulged. And in, I don't know. I wouldn't say just cannabis edibles. Maybe he should just it should have his own LSD. Now, I heard that? that Jimmy's family, because he fucking died at twenty seven from a drug overdose. You know, surprise, surprise. They don't really like drugs that much, man. And uh, if any of your if any movie that has drugs in it, even smoking pot, uh, they won't allow you to use Jimi uh, Hendrix songs in it, man. They won't license the music for anything that has drugs. Interesting. In it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. So I don't know how the hell somebody must have died well, in the family. Let me get back on point here. Alpaca and Hug says, "Hey, dude and Scotty, I honestly I've, I can relate. I have no idea." What a meme is, and he spells it three different ways: M E M and M I M or M E A M. I'm like, he says, but I thought this was a way. I thought this was a funny way to use that massive mammoth leaf for some humor. Um, so he sent it in, and he said he really wants a vape pen. That and you, you might know this this tech. I don't know. Yeah, this I know. Yet. I'm a, that's about. hip. Uh, he really wants a vape pen that isn't just a globe and a five ten battery. So yeah, globe, uh, yeah, what's up? The with globe that? is that glass globe that you get that I used to think was awesome. I used to love those glass globes, but I've broken half a dozen of them. And this new, what is it? The Exus vaporizer. It don't have a glass globe. It's got a metal container, man, a metal compartment. So you can drop that shit all you want. It ain't going to break. And also glass globes look a little bit like you're smoking wax. So when you're in the car or, you know, certainly, certainly. Yeah. Driving, that's why I didn't like the look of it, man. It was going to ruin my style. That's why I never yeah, got one. Yeah, definitely. But this is kind of something that looks just like those tobacco pens, man. So you, you know, hit it right in front of a cop. Just don't blow it at him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it, man. Uh, so that five, the five de- and the five ten battery like is the, the real, like the smaller yeah, one. It's like the five dollar or seven dollar battery, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Word. So he's, he's just saying something with an actual adjustable battery, man. That's cool, man. You know, something that's got you know adjustable voltage. Um, yeah, I think these things are pretty neat, man. We're starting to. See, well, I think we're gonna starting to see that. We'll hook up out packing, man. Fuck yeah, do it, man. One for a good meme. Two, you got your pen tech down, and three, man, you've been great, great support of the the show and the cause. You know, sharing sharing genetics, etc. And we're gonna have uh, some more next week, or no, not next week, maybe next month. We gotta we gotta get get talking with them, and that's I wanted to talk just a sec quick about the members, um, DGC Dude Grows Crew. If you guys don't know, if you've listened to all these episodes, there's been a plethora of ideas and thoughts and, <laughs> and motives and directions that we've gone. The bottom line is we're, we're always trying to be consistent and talk grow. Um, and we haven't had the most awesome members area for a while. We're toting that, you know, members get exclusive content, better deals. Um, but really, like I said, last show, the support is much appreciated. You're really just, you're donating and supporting the, the dude grow show. We don't have salaries here and that is, you know, help paying uh, hash assassin, putting the shows together as well as doing some site things. And the support is, you know, much appreciated, but anytime we'll pass things along, we can just like hooking up 20% on vape pens. Um, we're getting something going over with uh, Monster Gardens. Uh, we're going to get a, a coupon code there 
uh, we'll get you that info by next show. And because I mean, we can't be everywhere with, and I want people to get grow. We're mainly doing that with Monster Gardens to get you guys to grow more products we talk about that we use and believe in. So yeah, definitely, um, man. And we do try to give you know the, the folks that support us, like Alpaca Nug, been super cool, super supportive. Yeah, surprise, surprise. He won. He won the prize this week. You know, there's guys that buy. Re- you know, one of the uh, farmer Tim. Bought some recharge last week. He told me he has some spider mite problems. I threw a forty dollar guardian in his. You know, I know, I know he's DGC. I know he's, you know, he's one of our supporters. I threw a forty dollar guardian in there for a spider mites. You know, shit like that. When we got something laying around, or when we got extra stuff that you know, goodies that were the fruits of of the DGC, we're certainly going to share them with everybody, man. Yeah. So you guys donating monthly. Um, Definitely helping the cause between everything we do on the show, paying for hosting. Scotty's trying to get another, how many hours of audio did you get? I mean, yeah, Hash Assassin has clipped like 500 hours of audio, man. So to get that up and host it itself is a, you know, I don't know how much, but it, it, you know, it ain't, it ain't too cheap. I think we pay at least a hundred a month and just, just for audio to be up. So anyway, it all adds up and you guys are all appreciated and sorry if anybody wasn't getting what they expected in the members area and members section, but know that, uh, and soon enough, I want to get some gear out too, man. We got rid of all of our shirts at the cup. I want to get some more shirts made, uh, maybe some hats and uh, get some of the gear out to people too. If anybody ever, anybody ever want some cool stickers i got plenty of those just hit me up dude grows at gmail send out anybody's stickers so uh regardless let's move on i wanted to just say before we get out of what's going on real quick because i couldn't uh pass this information up while talking to ryan at monster gardens he's like have you heard of the mana nutrient line man like no he's like it's and this sounds so like such a marketing thing for a second but let me tell you he's like it's only they only sell to licensed cultivation facilities for cannabis i'm like what why would you you know really limiting your market and then he's like but monster gardens got a couple of their products he wanted to tell me about this product summer and winter this product summer which is a liquid it's a plant phytohormones will allow your plants to grow fine up to 104 he tells me indoor gardening like doesn't that sound kind of insane yes and you know you want to call bullshit he said you know i and i'm tr- i'm trusting what he's got going on he said the phytohormones are taken from plants that are in desert environments um their other product winter allows the plants to handle cold stress but this product summer is becoming and it has no mpk value um just plant phytohormones it was a four-year study at oxford there's a scientist behind all of this heavy heavyweight stuff um, and, but I'm seeing that there could be a good application for it. He's like, these gardeners that can't control their summer heat the way they want to, that just have an in and out, some guys running without AC at all. I'm thinking about Dr. J and his greenhouse, man. I'm going to get him some summer, yeah. um, you know, because he offered to send some samples out. So pretty interesting, though. I, I just haven't heard they're not claiming a boom booster or uh, anything else. Just I've never heard of a product that's like, hey, if your plants get up into the low triple digits, you're going to be okay if you're running this, right? Kind of crazy. It's funny, man. I was just talking about, uh, uh, you know, I learned, I was watching, I was actually listening to Joe Rogan, and he had on a guy from University of Florida. It's a really good episode, a couple episodes ago on his podcast. And he was all, you know, into Monsanto and gene splicing and, and all this stuff, man. But he had a, uh, God damn it, I lost my train of thought. What the hell did you just say, dude? 
summer phy- oh, phyto hormones. Yeah, man. So he's talking. So, <laughs> dude, I wasn't coming back from that one either. I needed help, man. But he he had these. Uh, I was talking to OG Dirtbag about what I'd learned, and he was saying that when they tissue culture things, they'll actually take the tissue cultures and they'll expose them to. Uh, Real, cold temperatures and and high temperatures and actually it will change the resistance uh, of the plant man that the plant's able to to handle these different temperature stresses just by stressing the the you know the scions or, or whatever they're called you know the little you know pre-state you know pre-plantlets i guess you would call them and it was, it was yeah. amazing man so i like the idea of this product man because i'm i pulled up the some info on it and it just says you know, think about it. it says when plant, when temperatures get above 100, it specifically protects against heat stress above 100, prevents loose, airy flowers caused by heat stress. I mean, I've seen that before, um, and promotes a higher level of natural growth hormone in both vegetative and flower cycle. Tested in this is awesome. Tested in greenhouses in the Middle East. So I think this would be a cool product for greenhouse outdoor growers and indoor growers that know they have some heat stress when it gets hot. Like they're like, oh shit, it's going to be 95 this whole week. I'm going to run some air. Well, you, so you want to run this summer at least two weeks before the stress is coming to get the plant, all everything going in the plant, but pretty cool stuff. It's certainly interesting, man. What's it called again? It's just called winter and summer? Yeah, uh, MANA, M-A-N-N-A is the nutrient line. They have a few other things too, but he's like, I just want to tell you about these two because it's kind of crazy. I'm like, I agree. That is very, very interesting. Sounds like an Israeli Uh, product to me, man. Well, I don't know. Maybe you could, I was, then I was thinking maybe you could save on power a little, you know, take your AC, uh, maybe like, shit, I'm running, instead of running 78 and flowering, I'm going to run flowering at 85, 88 run a little summer and my bill's like a shit ton. Of, I mean, AC runs half as much. I don't know. Could be an idea. Interesting. Oh, I've ran at flowering, dude. I was peaking at 93s. That one grow. I definitely got to grow under my belt, peaking at 90, low 90s, uh, all throughout flowering. Just had, just didn't have my environment dialed, uh, didn't have the proper AC, didn't have money to do anything else, but burnt. And I wasn't doing a burner. I was doing a tank, enriched a hell of a lot of CO2 during that time. No problem. It could have been the strain too that didn't mind the heat, but I yielded just fine. Quality, maybe I guess you could say the quality could have gone down a little, but man, some, there's something to be said about these plants can definitely handle heat pretty well as long as they got you know CO2 and yeah, I see and plenty to drink, of course, most important thing. Yeah, true, true, man, true, man. It's amazing All how right, simple so- growing can be. I was talking to uh, a guy, Don, over at Way to Grow, actually, and he was telling me that there's that. He was telling me about that money mix too that you were telling me about. Uh huh. Man, that's cool. I mean, all he's doing, he showed me he went through a full harvest with it. Just amendments. He's just using amendments, and instead of a T, he's using recharge. And he guy got through a full harvest. Dank fucking OG man. Beautiful flowers and really no difference in weight, man. And all he did was he just use microbes and you know whatever recharge and uh, you know fortified it with a whole bunch of organic, almost like a super soil type thing. But then yeah. I'll talk to uh, Ray Embarcadero. God damn, it's hard to say that name, man. <laughs> but um, he's telling me TLO, man. He's showing me his TLO stuff, and it's fucking amazing, man. It's beautiful. And it makes you wonder, man, how, how simple you can get this, man. Yeah, uh, very simple. Right amendments and that money mix is kind of cool because, yeah, it's just a little gallon Ziploc that you can add to any Typically, any bag, you know, that's going to be in the grocery store. Go get your roots. Go get Botanic Care Cocoa Blend. Go get Fox Farm Motion. Whatever you get, add this money mix, and uh, did pretty damn good. True. 
All right, let's uh, give a quick shout out today's primetime support. I'll give it over to Way to Grow since you were just talking about hanging with Don over there. And uh, they got a great lighting sale uh, right now going on. Light it up or light one up, if you will. Light as many up as you want to buy. Uh, the Hortolux 600 watt HPS, $69. Best deal on the book here. Hortolux 1000 watt HPS is $59.99. That is one penny less than the Dude Grows Bulb deal. So take advantage. Or you could use uh, Dude Grows account over there anytime. And even if the sale isn't going on, say, hey, man, guys, can you please give me the Dude Grows Bulb deal? And you can get as many $60,000 watt Hortolux HPS as you would like. But they also got the blues kicking. So if you guys haven't tried one and you're running a regular metal halide and you, I'm telling you, you're going to see a difference in your vegetative growth. Hortolux Blue 1000 watt. This is, I think this is like $70, $60 off retails. $129 right now. And then the Hortolux Blue 600 watt, which I need to go pick up two of those for finishing is $89.99 so check it out seven stores way to grow colorado born colorado grown and uh kicking it man. Oh, yeah. what, how lucky are you to decide i mean I, I shouldn't say how lucky are you but pretty cool to get into a business and realize that you opened a you know your first grow store in the first state that was going to have legal marijuana you're like all right all right i like that yeah so it was it's pl- plenty I, of other people did too that are now out of business though ain't nothing with luck about it man yeah yeah no true that and it i i, I was saying his first growth store not the first growth right. store there's definitely been a, a few in colorado so i don't want to get anybody confused but regardless if you guys need anything kick it over the way to grow good staff plenty of stores and most importantly man if you need it they got it and they got as many of them as you want typically absolutely man absolutely dude i seen they got an o2 grow display uh over there they've got an aquarium and then they've got that 2020 o2 grow unit sitting there and uh, it's cool, man. I mean, I definitely, they've got this, uh, just a single clone in there. You know, I don't know what the hell kind of plant it is, but it's, I think it's like Calais or something. And it's just rooting and rooting, man. The only thing I don't like about it is the roots float. There's so much oxygen in the water that the roots actually float. So it's, I guess it'd be really good for, uh, you know, like a, uh, you know, I guess DWC or even just transplant it right in the soil, you know, because opposed to like DWC, the roots are all hanging and dangling down. These are kind of different, man. They actually go like laterally. It's kind of neat. Word. Well, let's uh, take a break with a little recharge action here because we've got to get into recharge it up. And man, I think we got like four recharge questions, oh, Scotty. So you're going to you get all out, giddy man. with it. Get all giddy with it. Guys, we'll be right back. Sit back. Make sure you toke a little, toke a little down. And because uh, that's what I'm going to do. I got some Pineapple Express fresh off the vine. Damn, I got to uh, <laughs> smoke some get rid of a headache weed, man. I drank one single beer last night and I got a headache from it, man. <laughs> that tells you you're getting old. Yeah, no, no good. good, man. All right, we'll be right back, all guys. Right. That bud look what? Shit looks good. Shit's danker than a motherfucker. That shit look good? I mean, how's the smell? How's it taste? Is it grown right? It's grown straight up with recharge, homie. She. Look, listen, grower, tell your crew I'm looking for one of them bad-ass purple buds. No doubt. The recharge buds. But if it ain't all that, you know if it ain't up to what the dude in Scotty Real is growing, oh, yeah. you already know what to do. If you got little buds, tell your boy, recharge it up. If you got root rot, tell them boys, recharge it up. If you got yellow leaves, then tell your boy, recharge it up. If you want to grow them big fat buds, then all you do, recharge it up.
If you wanna grow that stanky shit, then tell them boys we charge it up. All right, man. So let me let me let me get started with these here. Some will be interesting and quick, and some will be boring and short. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Number one man from the K train, Scotty. I called you the other night, and I didn't even I didn't even fully uh, am I am I, am I approved to just narrate this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. I think some people okay, call cool. me all the fucking time, and they're always surprised when I just go, "Hey, what's up? Let's, let's talk some weed, <laughs> Scotty, man." Sorry, it was late. I'm trying, and I'm trying what you said. Adding one teaspoon per gallon with every watering. And he's speaking of the recharge, of course. Realize that since really no MPK, I'm safe. It is just micro beasties. A quick question as I grow in super soil. Will adding this make my soil amendments be used and uptake quicker? So will I have to top dress sooner? Right. And then I believe this is your response yeah, here. You want to take it away? I, yeah, I just I just said that it, you know I, you know me with the fucking analogies, man. So <laughs> <laughs> it's almost almost too much. But go ahead. <laughs> you know, man. But it's it's the point of that. You know, you're filling up the soil with nutrition. It doesn't mean that the soil needs to be used. I'll spare you the analogy. <laughs> it doesn't mean that 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 nutrition needs to be used. It means that it's sitting there available, just like it is in really fertile soil. You know, in fertile soil, there, there's plenty of, you know, the, the microbes have broken down and made available this nutrition. And as soon as the plant signals for it, the plant makes this exudate. And then the, the biology travels right to the roots. It's attracted to the roots, a natural attraction. Uh, that's what makes it so cool. But just because you got the cupboards filled, here's the analogy, you know, it doesn't mean you got to sit around eating all day. You know, it just means you don't have to go to the store anymore or all that often. Bada boom. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's it's kind of what I'm saying, man, is that you've got, you're fortifying your soil with a bunch of nutrition. You're grabbing that nutrition from a, a lot of times in an unavailable state, holding it, letting the bacteria digest it, taking that whole biological process and moving it to the rhizosphere where it just kind of hangs. The rhizosphere is where the root meets the soil. And it's just hanging out there waiting for that root to say, yo, give, give me some P, give me some K. And uh, it just sends a signal through through an exudate, and the, the plant responds. So, uh, nope, I think you just got a full cupboard, full full of goodies, man. I ain't saying you ain't going to get a little fatter now. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it, overall, yeah, and you said it, it's overall plant health, vigor. It's like a, it's a lot of things. Right, um, right. All right, all right. We'll go with uh, number two here. Cool. Number two, a little bit of commentation and uh, et cetera. It says, I want to begin by saying thank you. Your show's really helped. Um, said this is my first grow, four thousand watts, four plants. Wow, I like this. Twenty gallon pots, looking yep. good. He's using GH and recharge in ocean forest. Um, it's sealed AC with CO two. Hey, come on, let's Sweet. give him a little kudos, man. Not bad. Yeah, and he's saying uh, he didn't uh, he didn't think he'd get 0.5 gram per watts to be honest. But it is day twenty eight today, and I'm pretty sure I have nearly four pounds on this eight by eight canopy says i know my weight i like it it's hard to look at a garden and think you know your weight man i've been surprised and i've been burned um because really i mean this it's not just flower size it's resin production a lot too oh, so. come, yeah but it don't take that long to figure out what, what a pound per light looks like when you look at something and go you ain't got a pound per light here bubba <laughs> i've had to say that to people all right so says Thanks, guys. I've used 16 ounces of recharge on these girls already. Wait, wait, wait. You I'm left almost... out the fact where he says they're freaking baby's arms already. What was that? I couldn't. You're were, you were coming through a little muffled. I said you left out the part where uh, he says they're freaking baby's arms already. 
Oh, that's right. I did. And he said, yes. Hey, he says he thinks there's 300 to 350 big colas. Freaking baby's arms already. Which awesome. Is... <laughs> All right. So um, he says he's almost out of his recharge and given they drink nearly 10 gallons a day. Hell yeah. And he says, and I've been too aggressive with it. Um, so this is a testimonial to this is his testimonial to recharge works. I uh, definitely sent some pics. He says he's gonna send pics of the root ball after he harvests. Nothing's like seeing a, a twenty gal root ball just fully maxed out. Um, but he wanted to know. Um, he's buying his GH powder in fifty pounds dry, so definitely kicking it out. Uh, and he wants to hook up with you know how much should he get? I mean, you should definitely if you want to, you should get the recharger in the uh, the five pounder bucket. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, I don't know if he makes the larger sizes available. You'd have to ask him when you get into the above the five-pounder. But that's over uh, realgrowers.com. Remind you guys, you can still use coupon code DUDE. That'll give you guys 10% off or straight up if you want to go right right to the – I was going to say right to the man. I'm calling Amazon the man. <laughs> you can kick it on Amazon too. Uh, but I wanted to mention in this here, he's got – Man, why don't you upgrade a little? You got the recharge going. I would I, take get rid of that that GH powder. It is economical, but I'd much rather you see another nutrient that's going to pair up well. Ocean Forest isn't bad. I mean, it's pretty damn enriched. So I'm assuming you're not feeding for a while after transport or transport transplant. Um, but lighten that up too, man. Even do fifty fifty cut with cocoa if you still want to use Ocean Forest. Wouldn't you think? I mean, our thirty you know 30 70 something like that just to lighten that uh that ocean forest up but what do you think on a base nutrient man um let's recommend something other than the gh powder i don't like the there's something that i think would make just everything more happy i'm picturing in the 20 gallon root zone of beasties and everything else i ain't gonna completely diss on it though man you know just just the same way that you were uh you know thinking that you wanted to try those uh grow more powders and whatnot True. I really do feel like there's overcomplication going on uh, with growing these plants. Just like I was saying, I talked to uh, Don over at, at Way to Grow who told me about the money mix and just he just used microbes, you know, a tea and the money mix and got great yields. I really feel like you can do that with simple inputs. I used Dynagrow a couple, couple of runs ago and got really good results with Dynagrow. Grew some candy land that was absolute fire. Um, I, you know, I, I like to use canna because I find it to be cleaner, but it's just preference, you know? So I don't know, man. You know, I don't, I don't, True. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, he, I was going to suggest maybe cutting, maybe cutting down a little bit, um, still use those dry powders, but then incorporate in some, uh, use some guanos, use a grow and a bloom guano to help out a little top dress and then cut your powders back. So you're kind of getting the best of, uh, both worlds. You're getting a little, you know, poo-poo nutrients as well as some of your synthetic nutrients there and you're doing like I what I like to do is I'm not a full organic grower I'm I'm hybrid man I'm I'm sinor sinor hybrid right synthetic or synthetic organic sinor sin or sin <laughs> something like that I'm like I'm gonna coin it anyway all right all right let's get on to another another question here thanks for the email man for sure um and yeah it's definitely was, picking up well and, let's and turbo let's give him one thing so your, your one suggestion if he's going to change it is maybe switch up base nutrients or at least try some different base nutrients not a bad suggestion at all you know or lighten what he's using and just yeah, add a little something else add a little liguanos or uh yeah just some other inputs so then just the maxi definitely definitely is he using any boosters or anything like that any, any kind of pk doesn't boost? mention yeah i'd say a pk boost if he's looking for any you know any way to step it up 
uh, you know, that's that's a really no brainer thing to do. I mean, dude, it's like you said too. Sometimes, man, you just got to know how much your plants eat. I've seen people plant in ocean forest, a beginner, and that's what they used for one plant their the entire time. Now, can you do better than that? For sure, but it worked. I mean. That's the one I was you know, surprised I see this plant coming up out in my area outside, up out of the rocks. I tried to kill it back once, and it came back. And this is a cannabis plant. It's from some feral seed, whatever. I'm like, dude, what if I just let this grow here? In the, like, There's no good soil. It's like clay, and it's like in ground. <laughs> it's trying to go. So this plant wants to grow so bad that, yeah, sometimes you do overcomplicate things. I'll agree with what yeah. you're saying on I that. I mean, why does it want to grow? It wants to grow because the environment is perfect for it to grow. Even though that soil ain't the kind of soil you would buy from a store, it's still enough soil for it to grow. And there's obviously micro, microbial action going on there that's pulling nutrients out of that soil. Yeah. Word. All right. We got one in from uh, Black Hippie. Black Hippie era. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Interesting name over Classic. here. I received. So do you receive, I love the, the commentation here, though. I received my recharge four days ago, and I can clearly see the difference in vigor. It's a great combination of beneficials. I wanted to ask a two-part question. I ordered 5,000 predator mites for my flowering room. I don't want to lose my predator mites, but I need to prune my plant. Interesting. How long should I wait until pruning? And I only have a very mild case of mites. I also would like to ask if I can put recharge in my cloning machine. Let's get the recharge one real quick. Yeah, you can put recharge in your cloning machine at the end. Um... I don't like to put it in for weeks and weeks. It's not a it's not an IBA that's going to make clones callous and, and root, but it is something that once clones uh, have a root on there or a callus, be, getting yeah, that be good. Yeah, getting that bacteria on there uh, keeps pathogens from from getting a hold. So it's going to keep root rot and you know, pythium and stuff. Pythium, shit. I always I always debate how to say that, man. Pythium and uh, things like that from starting, man. Yeah, and as far as uh, you're pruning, so you know the, he he released mites in his room mm-hmm. to take predator mites to take care of his sure. mites, and now he needs to prune. I mean, I would go ahead if it's been a few days, just go ahead and prune. You're going to lose some, and you said you have a mild case of the mites. So what what mites or predator mites are there that are left? They should do their job and you know keep winning the battle. Yeah, um, I would prune, and, man. Uh, get get that environment uh, out. Yeah, exactly. And pruning is. Pruning can wait, but every day you wait, like every day is a day in a 60-day flowering cycle, you know? It's, it's, it's heavy, man. When I think about, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow, well, there's another day. You know, when you add up all the little things you can do each day that you should do, you don't want to skip them. Yeah, so, so true. Hey, speaking of mites, man, I, I want to give a, a shout-out, man, to uh, Nanda. Nanda is a Facebook friend of mine. And he was telling me that he used, he heard about my late stage mites and he uses easy wet, really heavy. He can use it up to 40 mils a gallon and uh, takes care of mites though. It'll absolutely decimate them. So I th- thought that was a kind of a cool tip I wanted to pass on to the DGC. Hell yeah. And he lastly says, P.S. How do I get down with the DGC? You know, I mean, you buy and recharge you down with the DGC first off, man. So I appreciate that. Is get down code for anything or? I don't know, man. If you're local, man, you want to get down, never hang. It's just like sometimes when there's time, I like to hang with people. Went out and had a pint with alpaca nug. It's always nice to be able to trade herb, too. I love to, you know, get different strains, so I'm not always talking about my island sweet skunk and my citrix and my mammoth. Well, mammoth is a new one, um, but I do have some flow coming for outdoor. I got to stop. What do you prefer, outdoor or outdoor? Dude, just be the dude, all right? Don't don't let anybody change you, brother. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, oh, and I'm supposed to yeah. stop correcting you. I heard that drives people crazy. Dude, email, <laughs> email over, hang out, whatever, man. Dude grows at Gmail. You down with the DGC? Yeah, like Scotty said, kicking the recharge, uh, supporting the show, and listening. Love it. Tell your friends. It's probably the number one thing. Tell your fellow growers. Tell whoever would enjoy checking out the show to check out the yeah, show. Yeah, man. All right. From Bateman. Bateman, hi, guys. Big time fan and listener of the show in Scotland. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm running for. Go, and this is when, you know, people from over in Europe, you can always just tell when their emails are a little bit different, slightly. Yeah, you know, Europe, he says, like the same, but a It's little mainly different. the products they're talking about, yeah. you know? So I'm running four Go Aqua Farms. So this is, oh. you know, just like a water farm Wait, from GH. But it's probably G... Oh, I thought it was maybe GH, and he just hit the wrong letter, but okay. Could be. Is the H next to the O? Not really. Uh, filled with hydrogen, cocoa, and a 60-40 mix. And he's also drilled holes in the bottom of the top, so and placed two air stones in each one. So a lot of aeration in the yeah, bottom, right drips from the top, goes back through those holes. He said he's had success with this method using a synthetic lineup and a sterilizer. The problem is I'm, an, I'm a pig microbe guy like Scotty. So can I inoculate my cocoa medium with a strained compost tea, or should I avoid bacteria and run it with a clean and sterile reservoir? Let me add him. Let so, me add him, man. Feel free to add any tips you have on DWC setups and DWC scrogs. Thanks. Thanks, Bateman. What do you got? Let Go for it, Scotty. Yeah, man. Uh, I used to do the sterile method with, you know, hydrogen peroxide, trying to keep everything clean. I liken it to, you know, hospitals, you know, cleaning and sterilizing everything. And they still get germs over there. They still get outbreaks. And when they get outbreaks, they're bad. <laughs> you know, it's like that MRSA stuff. So I am... All for crowding the root zone, in no matter what, hydro, whatever, but crowding that root zone with bacteria so the no vacancy sign is out for the pathogens. I really feel like that's a uh, a huge benefit, and it's something that people miss in hydroponics a lot. So, yeah, I would definitely get some, you know, aerated compost tea, some kind of microbes on there, man. I, I think, you know, if you can get GH, eh, I don't know if this is GH or not, but yeah, GH makes that, uh, what is it, the uh, subculture right a and b or m and b or something like that maybe that might be available but something where you can get the microbes on there yeah and just don't let it sit you know just inoculate it through um let it hang out for a while but i wouldn't let if you're watering that in sit for more than like half a light cycle or a light cycle myself you're talking about um, the I, compost tea if it, yeah the compost tea or watering recharge or anything beneficial i don't i mean i shouldn't say anything beneficial i just don't like to let it let it sit in there yeah you don't want it to um, stagnate but if you're running a deep water culture system you're probably circulating that water 24 7 you know it's probably a constant circulation going on i would think and if that's the case if you have like a storage reservoir and then you have like a, a slave reservoir that actually grabs a little bit of water and circulates it uh just put the microbes in in the little slave reservoir in the little circulation tank man don't don't put them on yeah. the tippy top you know in in your uh, 55 gallon drum Makes yeah sense word 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 all right where are we going we, that 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 is that is recharge it up guys if you want to pick up any recharge uh hook it up hook it up over uh, realgrowers.com you can use coupon code dude you can just hit type the word uh recharge in over at amazon that'll pull you right up as well and uh what else can i tell you thanks for the support it's one way to support us and get your garden kicking Shit, man, yeah. for sure that'd be a win-win everybody all these are legit emails. I, they are not paid emailers or growers. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. So, all right, let's go to uh, beginner grow tip of the show. Um, 
Actually, this is for Mr. Real today. What do you got? You know, man, I was, when we were bullshitting about container size, I got a few emails saying, to talk about container size, man. It need, needs to be talked about, man, and, and watering as well. If we're doing a beginner tip of the show, man, let's talk about when to water, man. Let's talk about overwatering and underwatering, man. I mean, we talk so much about nutrients and all that fancy bullshit, man, but the fundamental is if you, if you don't water them, if you don't apply them correctly, you're really going to damage your plants, No. Yeah, I mean the the rule of thumb is you can't you got to know your what, how much water is in your container. If your container is not too big, the best way for me is just to lift up from the corner of the container, yep. feel how much water weights in it. Um, and you know anybody that's saying, "Oh, you water every two days, every two and a half days, every three no days," rule. well, the guy that just transplanted into a twenty gallon container and watered it in isn't going to need to water for a week probably. But, you know, as your plant goes through different stages in life and depending on what the environment is around it, watering is always changing. So get used to, uh, yeah, another rule of thumb is, you know, if you can, you know, stick your finger in there a couple inches and it still feels real dry. But I've found plants can be pretty where they're they're really still pretty wet at the bottom and this is just the top that was a little dry and they don't need water. Yeah, yet. that's a trick, it's, man. You know, I mean, a lot of people will touch the top of their plants like literally put their hand flat and touch the top of their plants and go oh it's dry well yeah it's dry because the lights have dried out that top centimeter but go down an inch you know poke down an inch or so and feel if it's moist there you know that that's really going to be the difference yeah um and your container size is all you know like the previous grower said he's got four lights four 20 gallons and four plants or you could have four lights and 400 uh 2.5 inch little mini pots the idea behind container size is though you want your roots to fill out that container you don't want it to be like lost in a cavern you know where it's just can grow keep growing and growing and growing you want them to fill out the container man um yeah yeah i agree with that for sure like you don't want to be putting a little one gallon to a 20 gallon then immediately go to flour yeah so yeah definitely so i mean that's just uh you know, it just has to do with how big you're going to grow the plant. As as you're growing, uh, or as you're deciding, you're saying, hey, I got four lights here. I'm going to do one plant under each light. Well, you know, you better pick up some 15, you know, 10, 15, 20-gallon 20, 20 smart pots or something like that because you're growing monsters. If you're going to try to do five plants or six plants under a light, man, a three-gallon or a five-gallon bucket is probably fine, you know. And then a cool rule of thumb also is um, – you know, the, the, I shouldn't say a rule of thumb, but when, when it comes to watering, I'll pick up the, the pot and I'll try to think it's about half the weight that it originally was when the pot is about half the weight that it was when it was fully saturated and just an approximation, uh, then I'll go ahead and water, you know, or if it's any, if it's less, it weighs less than half it should, then I'll, I'll water it. You know, if it's almost, you know, as much as it weighed when it was fully saturated, I let it go another day. It's a kind of simple rule. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And just continually all the time, man, just lift up your pots a lot if you can, and you'll, you'll get in the, the habit of just knowing. And as, as you get in with media too, media can really, uh, affect how good your uh, how many times you can water and how your margin for error for overwatering and underwatering, uh, cocoa core holds a lot of water, man. It also holds a lot of air. So you can uh, allow your plants to dr- almost completely dry up, which is pretty cool, which is something you can't do with peat. And, the, you know, they're, they don't go, you know, into shock. And you can also really water these things heavy. Even if you're erring on the side of overwatering with cocoa, it's pretty hard to overwater cocoa because of all the air it has in it. So choosing your media uh, can definitely help if you're not going to be so careful about watering. 
like me being on drippers all the time, I rely on using cocoa core because if I'm a little bit wet and I drip on a little bit wet soil, it's not going to destroy everything. All right. I like it. That is your beginner grow tip of the show. I shouldn't even say that. I mean, anything that I hate the word beginner grow tip because almost anything that's beginner, even advanced people forget. And I have to be reminded of, I got some of that coming up and what's going on in my grow. Uh, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, let's uh, roll into what's was smoking, man. What was smoking here? And first off, though, I want to hear just a little, just a little Mendo dope, you know, kicking us in. So if you guys ain't smoking, get some to smoke. We're gonna talk about what our what we're smoking, and then what's going on in our grows. Yeah. Literally, literally a live, real life grow. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Be right back. What's in that weed we smoke? What's in that weed we smoke? What's in that weed we smoke? That shit's got me choking. What's in that weed we smoke? What's in that weed we smoke? What's in that weed we smoke? All right, man, I'll take it away here. I'll take it away with a little bit. I'm going to hit it again just to make sure. I haven't smoked the strain yet at all. Uh, Pineapple Express has been in jar curing, um, now meaning not drying, but curing in the jar for about two and a half weeks now. So it's not totally done, but I could tell, man, I got to the point where my favorite point of curing when you don't have to burp anymore at all and you're just like man i don't even want to open it anymore i want you know if i want any i just take a little out and set it over in a small container so i don't have to open the big container to keep it curing well and get all the uh all the right attributes but um man the strain is the strain came from the movie right is that how it worked (laughs) yeah i guess so man yeah i think it did actually uh no i don't it was there's there it was said it was uh it came from uh Hawaii, and that they thought the legend is that it was grown along the Pineapple Express, which is the pineapple train from the Dole Plantation on the Dole Pineapple Plantation on the, uh, not the big island. I think they have them on a few islands, but regardless. I, I never uh, heard about know, it till the movie, man. Sorry. Sue me. What's I said, that? I never heard about it till the movie, so sue me. No, where I just got my hands on a cut, and the reason I did, I wanted to get a, a grower was having a little bit of nutrition issues with it to see how I pulled it off. And it worked out great, man. I'm going to have my total yield report here soon. Uh, as far as the strain goes, being it, you know, it's always when it's the first time I've smoked something for me. I don't know if I'm a lightweight. It works pretty well. You know, it's like, okay, that's different. That's hitting my cannabinoid system a little little different here and there. But great, just relaxing. It's a hybrid. Um, it, it does make me feel a little tired, though. I mean, I don't know if that's to say it should be more on the indica side, but I've been smoking it the whole show, and I'm gonna hit it here again now. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is that a pretty, uh, pretty get high and take a nap? Too. <laughs> I mean, I if you need to, I'm down. But I don't. I don't usually like. I don't call it like wasting. I don't want to waste my high on sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But I just hit it again here and seeing uh, 
trying to pull out the you know the the attributes and the notes and the flavor it's fine it's hard for me to do man some people got the skills some people you're like i can't believe you just broke it down like that right yeah and some people i, got I mean the it tastes to like bullshit too man i'll drink a fucking <laughs> a shot of whiskey and people are like oh i'm transported to the farm where this was grown i can smell the <laughs> green grass and uh you know i'm just like okay well, i smell bullshit is what i smell I'll just, that's what I'm smoking, guys. Kind of a half review because I've only, you know, I like to smoke stuff for a while. That's like when Alpaca and Ugg came over and it's like, oh, I still have this jar of something, you know, he gave me a sample of a month ago. And it's like, yeah, I've been smoking it for the last week straight, man. And I really give, then I can come back. I'll have the story about something that happened while I was, was doing it. And then I'll have, you know, more of what it made me feel like doing, how it worked here. I mean, you can get some attributes, but that always makes me laugh when somebody's trying. You know, this is the fifth, the fifth strain I've tried in the hour, and I'm really going to tell you all yes, about this it. This one but. makes me want to drive a remote control car. Next, yeah, I do. I do need to go charge up my remote <laughs> control car. It's actually my son's remote control car, but I do enjoy using it. Nice. All right, what you smoking, Man, Scotty? I'm smoking something a little bit different. I pulled this out. It's it's a uh, an extract but it's extracted with hexane i believe they call it an isohexane wash was what my buddy told me and it is the most flavorful out of all the uh the liquid extracts i've ever had uh these are a couple of buddies of mine they're out in california right now getting all the the legal stuff done and uh, i'm hoping that they have this is like something that's gonna just freaking bury open vape because it's these delicious uh, i think what they said with this hexane wash is that it pulls out a wider column of, of cannabinoids you know it really pulls out a lot more flavors as well so you know i think they were saying it pulls out like 80 percent of of the plant oils and i was oh you mean you mean berry it's got vape but in the sense that it's just going to be more no, like no i mean usable. very open vape the guys that sell those fucking ninety and a hundred dollars. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking man. about now. Okay, I declare I was confused. Yeah, they sell these See, terrible pineapple expresses. Working, <laughs> they sell you know, Open Vape sells these cartridges that don't really get you high for sixty or a hundred dollars, man. And you know, I don't. I guess it's mostly cut. Um, this hexane, man, it's really got a. You know, you can definitely taste the terpenes in it. It's definitely pulling out the terpenes, and it was really, uh, really delicious man it was my favorite you know i was like dude bring me more get me more of these please man these are amazing and i only got one so i'm cherishing it but uh yeah this was a true e-juice man like an e-liquid so you know you want to talk talk about stealth <laughs> are you, you're smoking e-juice i'm not now <laughs> yeah i guess yeah i guess what is that what they call it e-juice e i'm just laughing because it's gonna be like what's you smoking today man man e-juice yeah. if you were to say that a few years ago it'd be like okay bizarro um, juice man Oh, there was. <laughs> but my point is, yes, is that it's really low profile, man. I mean, you know, it's a, it's just a complete viscous liquid and it is delicious. So I'm really excited for these things. I don't know if anybody, I was actually reminded of this because I, was, I took the day off a couple of days ago. It was a modern Marvel's marathon day, man. And I just sat there watching them all, you know, and they can learn so much from that shit. And they had one about soy and they were uh, extracting the soybean oil from soy. And I watched them do it because- you know, they're going to be extracting CBD oil from cannabis in five years using that same fucking factory. And it, it was really interesting um, watching they used a hexane wash. To, you know, they flattened the soy into, into flakes, and then they used a hexane like bath. They almost like enrobed it or bathed it in, uh, in hexane. And they just kept on repeating and repeating it till they just washed out 
just every bit of the the essential oils i'll say so it just i saw absolute parallels with uh cannabis so made me think of my hexane pen man i went and grabbed it i'll be damned thumbs up y'all word word um i like it i like it well uh before we get going and you guys out there listening man anybody if you want to come on and and be a little bit of a connoisseur reviewer of some strains no worries i mean we like to have we we need to have more sit-ins and we need to have somebody that if somebody here in colorado has access and they're always smoking a lot of different stuff let us know hit us up yeah man. that's how Mi- mr bowser 83 and all of us hooked up man as he uh started doing some really cool strain reviews for us we said damn this guy's good word well i want to give a update before we go on to what's going on in our grows um over at monster gardens uh, if you guys want to check out anything there and we came from this because one of the listeners um, was trying to hook up with some grow more products over at uh, uh, Way to Grow, and they're not they don't carry Grow More, but you can always tell anywhere you shop in your store. Uh, some of the Grow More is distributed through Sunlight Supply, I believe, and most stores have access to that. Or I was thinking of other angles because I'm like, man, we talk about I love you know the Biocozyme, the Fuego, and these products, and we don't always have them. Sometimes we have them, sometimes we don't. Usually, when we're getting Grow More product, we're it's being distributed in our grows and some of our DGC here in Colorado. So uh, go over to Monster Gardens; uh, they have a great site, ton of videos that are pretty knowledgeable on products. Is one of the reasons that I dig them, and they're in Cali, and uh, but they ship everywhere. But coupon code the dude. Five. How do you like that? Five of me. Whoa. Um, so yeah, coupon code the dude the number five. Uh, that'll get you another five percent off. And I I kind of hassled them up a little bit. I was like, man, what's up with that? Like, we got to try to get the DGC. Typically, like if you're fifteen, twenty percent something. But they, you know, online online hydroponics is such a competitive industry, and they're really good at what they do. But they're already discounting most of their stuff twenty five to like forty percent off retail MSRP. Yeah, they're so very inexpensive, man. So you're already getting a good deal. Take another five percent on that. Another good way to support the show. And uh, yeah, if you need to hook up on any of the Grow More stuff, they carry the full line of Grow More. I know Grow More can be kind of hard to find here and there, but that's probably your best source online for it for sure. I dig it, man. All right. Dig it. And while I'm at it, um, one more thing before I go. I don't want to forget. Hook up over there, guys. Dinesh. Dinesh called the other day and was just checking in. Uh, I said, by the way, they said the DGC is kicking butt. Like he's talking to like four of you guys a week, he says, and really really enjoying it. If you guys want to hook up on any Optic Foyer, uh, Dinesh is a great guy. Go over to OpticFoyer.com. Literally give the guy a call. I think he's been like every once in a while he just goes through his Facebook page. If you guys... Um, I guess uh, you know you know how I am with Facebook, but like him over there. Say what's up. Tell him, dude, grow shows sent you. He's been sending out samples of stuff. If anything, get your hands on the transport. I just used some yesterday with Bonite Eight, so I'm legit, man, legit here. Um, my outdoor, I wanted to you know get that good effect with the uh, transport, and I used it on the mammoth on the inside. Um, Be careful with that. Actually, Bonite, all my plants. I don't like that shit, man. We'll talk about it. Let's get into that. Um, what's going on in our grows? So since I'm on it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to admit it, man, but I it, I slacked. I slacked on IPM, which is integrated production management to some people, integrated pest management. Regardless, it means even if you don't think you have bugs, you need to be doing shit. 
Uh, summer times here, man, been super busy, just doing all kinds of fun stuff. And you get busy, and I, I start to, I look in there. Those plants look good, man. Those plants look healthy. I don't need guilty, to spray. I just, I'm gonna guilty. Go, don't, don't feel I wanna, bad. About I want to go on my bike ride, man. I want to go do this. I don't need to spray. And I, I told Scotty I wasn't even gonna tell the DGC on. I wasn't even gonna bring it up on the show. But uh, my island sweet skunks, man. Two, they're in two. Uh, two I think this perfect pots are two gallon containers. Peeked at them the other day, and like little, I swear this sometimes happens overnight. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That that peak didn't work out. Something's up. That doesn't look too great. And I'm getting good at it now where it's like, oh, shit. There they go. Got the scope. Got some hemp rust mites up on them. So luckily, they're pretty small plants. Like I said, they're in, I think it's like a three-gallon container. Uh, and then the mammoth is in the other room, shows no sign of them, but I did also spray her. And that's why I did. I am careful with that bonadate. I agree. It doesn't smell you know, like something I really like. Uh, it's a synthetic permethrin, but it works in the rotation on the russet mites, just like using the Guardian with that cinnamon smell to it. It's just a cinnamon. I, cinnamon. I said the Ed Rosenthal's product had it. They hate the cinnamon, man. Right. So I rotate between that and the Bonide. And the cool thing is, I shouldn't say it's cool. One, it keeps you in the garden. I like beating insects that try to eat my plants. That's for sure. Um, I swear, I, I beat them. You heard me on the show. I'm like, knock on wood, you know, they're gone. And they were gone for like a month and a half. So, but if I would have kept on my spray program, they wouldn't have had a chance to come back. And when they did come back, they wouldn't have populated worth of shit. With, uh, with so, the Bonite 8 you're talking about. Well, I would continue. I don't have a problem throwing Bonite 8. Uh, maybe one, if I'm doing three different or four different sprays, I'll use Bonite 8 once a month and veg, uh, early flower. But after that, I cut it out. It's not a horrible, you know, like an avid or just something that's really gnarly. It's still registered for for edibles and vegetable gardening, at least. Um, I don't know if that says a lot, but I'm hoping that, you know, that, you know, it says like on the bottle, you can apply four days prior to harvest. And so the fact that it, at least it's, you know, known for vegetable gardening gives me a little bit more comfort than some other options out right. there. Uh, but you know, the, I, I, again, I think I will beat them just fine. The plants are already looking a lot better. I'm two sprays in and I can spray them real easy cause they're small plants. And I pruned away, I was keeping these two island sweet skunks for stock plants. So I just pruned it. Once I found the hemp russet mites, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to get good spray application? Everybody prune up the plant. I took away like three main, like not three main branches, two main branches on these really got it small. I'm not using the plant for production. And that way I, kn I knew like, there's no way I'm missing one bit of surface area because you got to get all all good coverage right on, on those and those guys are so microscopic it's nightmarish i just hope i'm not like you know back in the day i know every grower out there if you haven't yet you're gonna have those nightmares where like it's really weird like you you know your buddy or whatever like dude i had a nightmare last night it was horrible about what spider mites man <laughs> <laughs> i think mine would be i've also had the aphids man spider mites i can handle root aphids the, the motherfucker have you ever had the nightmare though that like you know more back when it was uh black market on the down low here in colorado i just had have nightmare like you're almost to harvest i have dreams like i woke up and i just go to my room and like there are no plants in there like they're just all cut down like just just weird i'll call them grow room nightmares man when i have my next one i'll bring it up on the show no, mine was I always a bunch that of... i was uh, in my grow room and i looked down and i was so embarrassed because i was in my underwear oh really gotcha gotcha <laughs> now, isn't that the classic dream that everybody always dreams man you know guard yeah garden yeah i was gardening naked and i couldn't find my clothes it's a nightmare usually you're giving a speech you're taking a final exam or something like that but 
But yeah, I'm embarrassed, guys. It sucks those uh, those russet mites came back, but it just goes to show, man, you can't slack, man. Something at least once a week on your pest program, um, totally worth it. And uh, man, making is making my job earlier. I'll give another shout to Optic Foliar because the transport, I only spray the tops of my leaves and going to get into that mesophyll layer. And it's just, I love not, I was about to, just by human nature, grower nature, I turned my kind of one-gallon pump sprayer to hit everything well, uh, turn it upside down to hit the bottoms of the leaves, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't have to do that. Because then I always usually get my lens dirty, spraying up, and I'm like, shit, then I have to clean my lens. I don't want to do that if I don't need to. So right. it makes your, makes, your, makes your spraying job easier. True. Um, True, man. What do you got, man? I've been, I've been jiving. I've been jiving. What's going on in your grow? You know, man, I've been looking. Remember I had those glass slippers you gave me, and I cloned off. Or you gave me one glass slipper, and, and thank God you didn't give me hemp russet mites. <laughs> but... Yeah, man. I've, yeah, and I have gotten one cut out from the garden, but I thoroughly treated it and scoped it. So I hope. Yeah, I don't know. I'm coming to a anymore. revelation now. I think I want to go scope for hemp russet mites, man, because I'm. Uh, man, those couple of those glass slippers just will not finish. You know, they've gotten to the point where they look like they're at week five, but they just won't hard nug up. And I thought it was, you know, I started talking about maybe it was from cloning from uh, uh, feminized seed. And I had a couple of people, I think it was A-Train came back and was like, hey, man, no, that ain't the case. I've been cloning from feminized seed for a long time. And, uh, you know, other folks chimed in as well. So that's not it. And I'm just wondering why I've got a couple in another room where it's, you know, I've got one in the back room where it's a, a well, lot of stress. Did you say you're in week week five? I've got a couple that look like they're eternally in week five. You know, during mm. week seven, they still look like they just haven't aged. You know, they haven't matured. And they're like me. You know, they haven't matured. Gotcha. I thought they were, um, yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's a 70 day strain. At least it does. It they do take some time. That's for sure. I had the same complaint actually. Uh, grower up in the mountains that I gave some some. I, I grew the feminized seeds out to one gals, but he's like, man, they just don't seem like they're done. Right. So I wonder if it's trying to go. Yeah, it's weird. It should definitely be putting on. You know, seeing weight, weight. Maybe taking they're a little bit more time. Huge. But I, you know, I mean, they are huge. Big. I mean, even the leaves, you know, you take, you pop a, like there was an old, like kind of beat up leaf. So I pulled it off yesterday and the, the vascular system in the leaf, it was a hollow stem leaf. It was the most amazing thing. I mean, just interesting. So freaking. And they're healthy. saying over here on the bank genetics though, they're saying, uh, 53, 56 to 63 days. Interesting. You got to scope, yeah. you scope the trikes but on yeah, it. Yeah. I've. I've got another one that looks normal, man. They uh, three of them went in, you know, one in another room, two in, in in this near room, and the one in in the uh, in the room where everything's all cool, the climate's controlled. Uh, man, that one's flowering up really nice. It looks like it's going to be some real dank, man. I actually took some pictures of it yesterday. It was so nice. You know, maybe got two more weeks to finish, but the ones in this back room, and you know, it is the room that gets a lot of stress. It's the room I got spider mites in. You know, I always have heat stress in there. Those just aren't finishing, man. So, you know, maybe it's chalked up to stress. I'm going to go check for hemp russet mites mm-hmm. now that you got me thinking, man. And you go hang out in there when the lights are off and all that jazz, too. Make sure there's no light leaks. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I do. But I had a fucking catastrophe, man. Just a total rookie mistake last week. It, you know, it affected me. It, it, those plants suck anyway, so who cares? But, um, yeah, one of my back rooms where I had those those couple plants, you know, I've only got three plants in that room, so it's you know, that room's kind of a lost cause at this point. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, I, uh, went, had a ballast burnout. And so I went in and replaced it and just temporarily I plugged the light into another ballast 
you know, just to get light on it for that day. Uh huh. I totally forgot about it. Woke up in the morning, went to go check the lights, and I look in my. Oh, you just left it on. I, I did leave it on. I look in my dark room, the room with those screwed up plants, and there's one light on. Man, one of the lights is sitting on all night. Man, hooked up to the opposite timer. So I told, yeah, yeah now, now I'm like, all right, <laughs> thank God they make hash extraction machines, you know? I've had that as well. I've had the, uh, you know, you guys with the 15-minute timers, if you're using those for uh, for your lights, and then the one tab is pushed down just enough to have that light come on for 15 yeah. minutes in the dark cycle. It's like, check all your shit. I don't like those never, timers for never, that reason, man. Those ones with, you know, those timers are really good for other things, for watering or for CO2, but... Not for controlling your lights, man. No, no, not really. But they're super affordable. Yeah, but for the same uh, affordable price, you can get a digital timer that would allow you to, uh, you know, have it has two start times or twenty start times, whatever. They, you know, you can get either. You get a really simple one where you just set, you know, twelve a.m., twelve p.m. You're done. You know. Well, I have another attribute of the Pineapple Express that's coming to me heavy yes. now. Is I'm freaking hungry, man. I'm just trying to think about all <laughs> kinds of munchies all of a sudden. Like it's like, all right, let's wrap, let's put it in a bag so I can just raid, raid, I'll raid say something I had in my a mouth. Strong headache in the beginning of the show. I apologize. I did seem a little bit crabby. I would think, man, bitching about our cool fucking industry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but man, I'm better now, man. I smoked my headache away, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, that was a uh, that was a good show hanging out with you guys. Hey, uh, real quick, man. It ain't that I'm yo. bitching about our industry, man. It's that I don't want these fucking interlopers to come from sales and marketing of of other shit products for the 500 channels of TV that we have, man. And come on over and fuck up our industry, man. We have a really awesome cottage industry with really dedicated people. And, you know, guys like Kyle Cushman, I, lo- I love that guy. And I always give him credit and props. He's been there for years. Um when I go to these shows and I don't see folks like Kyle Cushman or folks that threw in, you know, that have put in years of, of work in this industry. Instead, I see somebody that worked for Pepsi Cola last year, you know, that decided to, to cash in their 401k and, and, and go into the cannabis business. Yeah. Fun. Oh, well, you know, maybe it's, it's, there are guys like that, but it could also be the guy that's like, man, F this corporate shit over here at Pepsi. I've been waiting forever to participate in an industry. I've always wanted to. I always smoke weed. You I'll know, see it that somebody way. Good. I see it as oh, I have an opportunity to go get a, a a bigger, better offer from this from this growing industry. I don't smoke weed, and I have nothing to do with it. I see a lot of those folks standing around the convention halls, and that's that's who I was thinking about earlier. I wasn't thinking about all the cool guys like Kyle Cushman with Vega Matrix. Shout out that are. Uh, going for it and getting a legitimate chance to do some business in this industry you know now the industry is yeah so i will i will smoke take a smoke break man and check myself man and remember that it's all good word all right guys we're gonna ready to put it in the bag now that scotty has apologized for his rude behavior fucking apologize for uh, nothing fuck you man (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) sometimes i do listen to the show back and i'm like yeah yeah man guy's kind of an asshole (laughs) thinking of me so Guess I've always got three, guys, three days a week to redeem myself. <laughs> you need a vape pen, hook up gotvape.com. Uh, coupon code DUDE. Need some nutrients now, specifically some of Gromore's good stuff that's ultra affordable. You guys heard me price Gromore's line versus Advanced Nutrients line. It was ridiculous. Uh, but go over to uh, Monster Gardens. Coupon code the dude five and the number five because that's the way it rolls and uh yeah that, that, that's that's all good in the hood we'll try and find more more deals and discounts for people listening helps us helps you 
and keep it rolling. Keep the grow knowledge coming. That's the most important, and it will. Yeah, man. So. That, that reminds me of an ancient Chinese proverb with uh, with regards to nutrients, man. It's about nutrients, and it says some people want to pay $5. Others want to pay 10 You know what I mean? Yes. All right. Well, we see you this Friday, this week in cannabis. And, uh, yeah, grow on, grow safe, keep on token, and uh, send us some information, man. You guys want to hang out, sit, do a grower sit-in, got some news, got some culture, send it over, dude grows at Gmail. Yeah, man, sounds good. All right. Take it easy, dude. Later.